Hey guys, this is Holkins here. Welcome back once again to Design Cast. It is truly a blessing to be with you on this podcast. Thank you for listening uh, and giving me your feedback as always. And thank you for sharing um, the podcast on social media with your friends. It means a lot to me. This um, season, we are dealing with matters of the heart. And the topic is, do not trust your heart. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for the opportunity. Thank you once again for giving us life. Thank you once again um, for allowing us to be on this podcast, Father. Thank you for all of those who have joined me on this journey, Father. We thank you for everything that you have done for us and everything that you will continue to do for us. For we trust in you and you alone, Father. We pray that this podcast, someone will hear it, Father, and it will touch their lives for the better. We thank you. Uh, for giving us your word, your word that is a, a guide for us, for our lives, Father. Your word that is a, a lamp unto our path, Father. We thank you for everything that you have done for us. Please be with us on the few minutes that we'll spend together on this podcast. May your blessing be with us, Father. We magnify your name. We thank you. We glorify your name. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our topic for today is don't trust your heart. If someone comes to you for advice... One of the worst things or one of the worst advices a Christian can give to somebody is to tell them to go with their heart. I know it sounds like the right thing to say. You want to show the person that you trust their decision. You trust their judgment. Sometimes you say go with your heart because you don't really want to say anything contrary to what you already think the person wants to do anyway. Some people come to you for advice but they have already made up their mind about what they want to do but in reality you don't really do the person any favor because the heart is not something that can be trusted first off you don't know what's in the person's heart so when you tell them to go with their heart what if their heart is already bad you don't really understand what's driving their decision making if the person's heart is bad you basically encouraging encouraging them to make a bad decision How often do they ask someone, why did you do something? Their response is, I was following my heart. How often do we make a decision to later regret it because we were following our hearts? How many of us have made bad business decisions because we were following our heart? How many of us have gotten into bad relationships knowing the person was bad for us to begin with? But we went through with it anyway because we loved the person. Our hearts loved them. The reason you can trust your heart is because our hearts have been feeding on the wrong things our entire lives. Television, social media, the radio, the music you listen to, your favorite TV shows, they are saturated with things contrary to what us as Christians ought to watch or ought to do or ought to listen to. They are decisions that we are making right now. It's because of what we have seen someone do. We have heard how they reacted to a certain situation. That information has lodged itself into our hearts. Now, two or three years later, as soon as a similar situation presents itself, we react the same way, not knowing where that decision came from, but it was already in your your heart to begin with. Something has triggered it. What's in our heart is what comes out in our action. 
Our actions are a combination of everyone we've ever interacted with or everything that we've ever heard or watched or read. We have been influenced more than we can admit. Our ego won't allow us to admit or to tell ourselves that we have been influenced by something. Sometimes we may think, oh, this is just a simple movie. This is just a simple song. Uh, I can handle it. I got it under control. But the truth of the matter is you don't. We have been influenced. We have been more influenced more than we can admit. What we are influenced by today may not manifest itself until some years later. This is why sometimes you hear people say, oh man, I don't know what came over me. Well, your heart came over you. What you just did did not come out of thin air. It's been with you all along. Now it just so happens that something happened and it triggered it. And your reaction is exactly what you have been influenced by a few months ago or a few years ago. Us Christians, the governing body of our heart, of our decision making should be the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Let's look at a few verses in the Bible and what they say about the heart. And this is the reason why I say we, can, we cannot trust our hearts. Look in Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9. It says that the heart is deceitful above all things, above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? The word deceitful. To deceive someone is to mislead them, to make them believe the wrong information, to uh, make them accept something that is not right. Your heart can mislead you to think that what is wrong is actually right and what is right is actually evil or is not in your best interest. Notice the second part of the verse where it says that the heart is beyond cure. That means it cannot be cured. It cannot be healed. Our hearts are so messed up, so damaged that there's no cure for it. Only the power of the Holy Spirit can actually renew somebody's heart. If you notice in um, where David says in Psalm 51 verse 10, he says that after his sin with, with Bathsheba, he says that create in me a clean heart, O God. The word create here is the same word used in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 where it says that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. It's basically saying to invent something new, to produce something new, to bring forth something into existence that did not exist before. David's heart has been so damaged where he committed adultery and then murder, he felt the need to ask God for a new heart. The one that he currently has is no longer useful. You and I are so wicked in our thoughts, so wicked in our, uh, wicked in our mind, which are reflected in our action. We need to ask God for a brand new heart. We can trust ourselves because we are first of all naturally wicked. Our heart is naturally wicked. We navigate towards the bad things and it takes effort from us to do something good. Another verse to look at is Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6. It says that trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. The only person to trust is to trust God. Not yourselves, not your friends, but 
God. Again, this podcast is for Christians. We are talking about Christians here. Do not lean on what your heart is telling you to do. Why? Because it is wicked to begin with and it will deceive you. In whatever we are doing, we ought to submit to God, to God's will. And this is one, the one and only way that our decision will be the right decision. Any decision outside of God's will is wrong. Sooner or later, it will catch up to you. The best advice that a Christian can give to someone is to not say go with your heart, but to actually say go and pray and seek God's face to see what God says about it. Let's look at some of the most prominent people in the Bible. Men of God, however, their hearts have deceived them. Their hearts have failed them. Let's take Judas, for instance. Judas was one of the 12 disciples, handpicked by Jesus himself. He received instructions directly from the Son of God, by whom and for whom all things were created. He has seen miracles after miracles. He has seen um, the blind men see, the lame men walk. He has seen um, Jesus feeding 4,000 people at one time, or 5,000 at another time. Yet Judas' heart was always wicked. If you know the story of Judas, you'll see that there was a woman in the Bible with a bottle of perfume worth about a, a, a year worth of salary. Um, he, she broke the bottle in worship to the Lord. But Judas was upset about that because his heart was not in the right place. In the end, if you look in Luke chapter 22, the Bible says that Satan entered into Judas, which means that Satan entered the heart of Judas and Judas went to betray Jesus. Let's take Samson, the strongest man to ever live. He was consecrated for, for, for God since he was in the womb of his mother. He was so strong that he split a lion open with his bare hands. He killed a thousand men with a jaw of a donkey. He was called to deliver the people of God from the Philistines. You can read all that in Judges chapter 13 to 16. Yet Samson's demise was that his heart was not in the right place to begin with. His heart was not right. He wasn't about the mission that God intended for him, but he was following his own heart's desire. Bible says in Judges chapter 14 verse 3, the heart of Samson loves the Philistines' women. Samson's heart failed him twice. First, he loved the wrong kind of people. He hung around the wrong kind of people. Second, his heart deceived him, thinking that he was strong enough to get out of the trap of the enemy. Your heart can lead you into a place where it is too late for you to get yourself out of it. He can, your heart can deceive you to make you think that I am strong enough to be in that situation. When, but when, times, when the time comes, if I want to get out, I will get out. But just to find out when the time comes, you are not strong enough to get out of that situation. Other people such as David, uh, Eve, the mother of all humans, um, Solomon, all of them have been deceived by their own hearts. Lastly, Let's take one couple under the New Testament. Let's take Ananias and Sapphira. What makes this couple so interesting or so important for this podcast is to point out that is that 
they were witnesses to the great move of the Holy Spirit. They've seen the establishment of, of uh, the church itself in all its authenticity. They've, they were present on the day of Pentecost. They have seen the power of God to the disciples, to the apostles, Peter, John, and have heard countless stories of the risen Christ. They, they've seen James, the son of, of the Lord himself. They've, they've seen Mary, the, the mother of the Lord herself. Yet their hearts were in the wrong place. Their hearts have deceived them. And what happens is that the church was established. People were selling all they had to bring money to the apostles. Everybody was living in one true community, one heart, one mind. Um, everybody had everything that belonged to everybody could be shared with anybody. Yet Ananias and his wife sold a land but kept some of the money. And then in Acts chapter 5 verse 3, Peter said to Ananias and his um First to Ananias, he says, he said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you receive for the land? Satan has entered his heart. And then Satan has entered his wife's heart to a point that they have lied to the worst person to lie to, which is the Holy Spirit. So in summary for our episode today is do not trust your heart. Don't trust the decisions that you are making based on feelings. Make sure that you seek God's face first before you make any decision. I have some application questions for you to ponder during the week. First question, evaluate some of the decisions that you have made without consulting God. Had you wait for the Lord, how different would the outcome have been? Second question, for your next decision, do you plan on involving God in it? For your next decision, do you plan on involving God in it? Third question, if you do plan on involving God in your next decision, are you willing to wait on God to guide you? All right, guys, this is Holkins here. Thank you for joining me once again on this podcast. Please do share it. Uh, if the podcast has taught you in any way, do share it with your friends, your, your family, share it on social media. This would mean the world to me. Um, have a wonderful day. God bless you all. Love you all. Bye. See you until the next episode. Bye.